Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to the recommendations for the Recently Redeemed podcast. I'm your host, Carson Hall, the college and career pastor here at Maysville Baptist Church. I'm so thankful you tuned in today for our recommendations to help you grow in your walk with the Lord, and I pray they benefit you greatly. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Recommendations for the Recently Redeemed podcast. It's Carson Hall, your host, the college and career pastor here at Maysville Baptist Church, and I am joined by a dear friend of mine today, Lee Hill, the worship pastor here at Maysville Baptist Church. Thanks for coming on the podcast today, Lee. Glad to be here. So, Lee, like I said, uh, you are the worship pastor here at Maysville. So what does that really entail for people that may be listening in? From a week-to-week basis, it uh, means I'm planning the worship services that we do on Sunday morning, uh, which is picking music, and I always try to pick something that ties in with the pastor's sermon, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, try to put it through a a grid where it's theologically sound, Mm. where it's relevant, um, but, you know, we still have to have the elements that teach doctrine while we sing, because whether we like it or not, we uh, remember those songs that we sing mm. probably better than we remember what the pastor said on Sunday morning. Yeah. So we got to make sure those songs are theologically sound and are teaching sound doctrine. Right. So I try to put all that together, try to make it interesting and, you know, where everything flows well. Um, you've got the elements of the worship service you've got to work around. You've got to cover an offertory. You've got, you know, Children's sermon to program in. You've got right. scripture readings to program in. You want it to all tie together seamlessly, and then you put all the people in place to do that. So yeah, there's a lot of moving parts. <laughs> so you're the you're the guy that puts the puzzle pieces. Puzzle together. pieces. That's <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm very glad you came on the podcast today. So for again, as always, uh, for anybody listening in, how we do things on the podcast is we talk about what books you would recommend for a new believer to read. That's books of the Bible and a spiritual book you would recommend. So we do two books of the Bible and one spiritual book. So Lee, what is the first book of the Bible you would recommend for a new Christian to read? Well, I think I'm going to be like a lot of your other guests on here and say the Gospel of John. Start off with John. Uh, It's just the greatest book because it it starts off with the eternality of Jesus. Mm. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. Mm. John knew what he was doing when he wrote that book because he was writing to a specific audience that would take that back to Genesis 1-1, and it would tie all that in. Um, so it really resonated, and then you you've got the gospel presented. You know, yeah. John three sixteen is there, and you go on through the life of Jesus, and you see the death, burial, resurrection. Uh, the whole gospel story is evidenced in the book of John. Yeah, no, I think I think that is a really great place to start, and I feel like John, out of all the gospels, might be one of the easiest to read. I agree. Uh, so, and if you're like me and occasionally you enjoy having an easy read, you know, having, starting as a new Christian, having something that's a little bit easier to read, a little bit easier to chew on, if you you will. And it ties in with the stories of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, Mm. but those are what we call the synoptic gospels. Yeah. 
and John is just a little bit different. You get a little different take on some things. Yeah. See things in a different light. I just and who doesn't like John? You know, yeah. the disciple that Jesus loved. Yeah. And he'd like to call himself that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think you really can't go wrong with Spartan no. and John. As as we have seen in past episodes and I'm sure we'll see in future episodes of season one of the podcast is just how great John is a place to start yeah. as a new Christian. So I think that's a great point to see. Uh, so starting off in John, uh, what book would you move to second? I think I would go to the Psalms after that. Okay, okay. Go to the Psalms. Um, you know, a Psalm a day is a great uh, reading plan for a new Christian. You've got, you've got insight for living, mm. uh, just Psalm 1, you know, teaches us how to live, uh, righteousness. Um, Psalms are great for worship, times mm. of, you know, just personal worship when you read through there. Right. Yeah, you also see the psalmist heart. You know that the new Christian life is not always going to be easy. Right. It's got its ups and its downs. Uh, David's a great example of it as he wrote so many of the psalms mm. because, you know, the man is up one minute, down the next. Yeah, he was a man after God's own heart. Yeah, so and you and you also get uh, is it Psalm fifty one where his great lament comes in. Um, we'll see after his sin with Bathsheba. Psalms fifty one, a prayer of repentance. Yes, yeah. have mercy on me, O Lord, according to your loving kindness. Um, just a great place to go, mm. creating me a clean heart, oh God. Yeah, I think you really can't go wrong with that, and it is it, to me. I think it is somewhat comical that, as the worship pastor, you did pick the uh, <laughs> the quote unquote hymn book of the Bible. That is true. So. I did. I did. <laughs> it is the hymnal of the Bible. Yeah, but hey, I mean, there's so many applicable things in Psalms and you could take a full year alone and read through Psalms and still not touch everything honestly you can camp out forever in Psalm 119 oh yeah yeah I mean that is renowned as the longest book of the Bible and it is but it is so good yes I I love it myself and it's you know Psalms 119, 105, your words a lamp into my feet and a light on my path. And I think that's such a great place for a new believer to find himself is because there's going to be all these things you hear in life, but your word, the word of the Lord is right. a light unto my feet. And I, well, I just messed that up, but a light to my <laughs> light feet. to my path. Yes, light to my path. But, you know, just again and again coming back to that and saying, okay, when the world gets me down and when the world throws stuff in my face and I don't know what to turn to, you can turn to the Lord in his word. And, of course, as worship pastor, who's not going to like psalms that say, sing to the Lord? I know, I know. And you get that so many times <laughs> in the in the psalms. So. Yeah. Why do we sing in worship? We're commanded to. Right, right. In the word. And, you know, so many times you see, when you look through the Psalms to the chief musician, it'll start yes. off like that. And it'll even in sometimes list off what instruments are used. Absolutely. And I know last 
semester in uh, Faith Bible Institute, a program we offer here at Maysville Baptist Church, we went through the Psalms and looked at all the different types, the acrostic Psalms and all the different pieces because, you know, you can read through the book and you're, you'll see some subtle differences, but looking at all the different types of Psalms and hymns that were in the book of Psalms is very... You know, it's, it's funny to me as Baptists, We've been taught so many things growing up, and some things that we're taught are may not be as biblical as we think they are. Yeah. Because the Psalms you read, and it says, praise him with the trumpet, praise him with the lute, praise him with the timbrel, and even in some places, praise him with the dance. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're taught that Baptists don't dance. <laughs> obviously, David didn't think that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we think about when David was fussed out by one of his wives exactly. for dancing in the presence of the Lord. Absolutely. He was uh, undignified. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you can't be doing that. Well, he said, huh? I'll be even more undignified. <laughs> but I think that's a great place to start because there's so much, you know, David was not the sole author of all of the Psalms, right. but thinking of David as the core author, if you will, uh, and how a man after God's own heart. What does that look like? How can us as one men be men after God's own heart? But any women listening, how can you be a woman after God's own heart and striving to use the scriptures and pursue that, pursue being someone after God's own heart? I think it's a great place to start as it a is. Christian. So, would you recommend, I ask this to everybody that comes on, so you listed John first. Would you recommend going to John first or read Psalms first and then John? Well, because I believe you have to be saved to be a worshiper. Yes. I believe you get the gospel in John and then the Psalms after that. Yeah. You can read them both at the same time. Yeah. It's always good to have an Old Testament passage and a New Testament passage every every day. Yeah, so getting that foundation down. And I think that's been really kind of the core theme of this first season of this podcast is building a strong foundation to grow your faith on, grow your relationship with the Lord. And Again and again, John keeps coming up, and John being such a firm foundation, whether yes. that's the Gospel of John, or I've had a few people recommend First John uh, to read, but just John in its entirety, thinking of it as a, such a great foundational piece of Scripture. Right. But as important as yeah. that is, you cannot separate the old te- the value no. of the Old Testament. No. You've got to read through the Old Testament to understand what's going on. Yes, yes. Because and I I love that because I'm I'm an Old Testament guy at heart. I Great love stuff. the Old Testament. I love all the, you know, I think a few weeks ago I had Justin on the podcast and we were talking about the Old Testament and, you know, we got to talking about uh how. I feel like the movie industry has really gone down recently. Yeah, like I can't remember the last time I was like well, that movie looks really good, but then you read the Old Testament and you're like. Man, you've got this industry that's just dying, and 
you can't help but think of it because of all the sin wrapped up in Hollywood. Right. But you look at the Bible and you're like, man, that that would be a nothing's new. Nothing. Yeah, nothing's new. So I love I love balancing the New Testament with the Old. So start in John, get your foundation built, and either read Psalms as you're going through John or after you've hit John. Yes. What spiritual book would you recommend for a new Christian to read? The one book that I have gone back to for the last 30 years constantly Mm. is actually a devotional book. Okay. It's My Utmost for His Highest by Oswald Chambers. Mm. Yeah. Um, That was given to me as a high school graduation gift. I still have that copy. Yeah. And I remember to this day who gave it to me, local pastor here in Commerce. Mm. Um, but uh, that's just something I go back to frequently because yeah. it's a great devotional book. It speaks into life, even though it was written, I don't know how many years ago. Right. Yeah. I've, I have not personally read that devotional, but I have, I have heard from other people that I deeply respect, and they all have nothing but good things to say about that devotional. And I think that's a... I've had multiple people recommend spiritual books like a Tozer book oh, or yeah. another book like that. But I do think having a devotion, a devotional book in your repertoire as a new Christian, in your arsenal, if you will, when you may be struggling on where to read that day, look at that devotional for a little more guidance yeah. in that and you know, maybe a little more direction in those times where you're looking for that. Yeah, I would say, you know, you got your Tozer, your C.S. Lewis, mm. all that kind of stuff that are, are good as well. Yeah. They can be a little hard to understand. Yeah. But um, Chambers is pretty straightforward. Yeah. I think we all need something a little easier to chew on every now and then. I agree. Especially so, early in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, coffee and a little a little easy, easy read is always yes. a good way to start the day. So... Start with John. Mm-hmm. Either supplement with Psalms or read Psalms yep. next. And then My Utmost for His Highest by Oswald Chambers. Yes. Those are the three book recommendations you've given. So, Lee, in closing, what is one piece of advice that you would give to a new Christian that you wish somebody would have told you when you first got saved? I guess it would be don't think that you can live the perfect Christian life. Mm. Um, first off, we can't apart from Christ. Um, you know, the the whole Christian life is a process of justification, yeah. then sanctification. That is a lifelong process to reach that final step of glorification, mm. which we will not get until we get to heaven, and uh, can finally lay aside this veil of flesh that we live in, which causes us to sin. Um, mm. so my advice to a new Christian would be stay in the word, mm. stay close to Christ. Um, you must fight temptation. You must flee temptation, mm. but you will have those times when you fall. Yeah. But the greatest thing about Christ's love for us mm. is that he forgives. Yeah. He welcomes us back. Yeah. Um, not to make it a, um, a thing that we should just, you know, take his grace lightly. Right. But we are thankful for his grace. Yeah. 
and uh, don't take don't take advantage of your Christian liberty. Exactly, and uh, just my my thing would be don't beat yourself up. Yeah, you know, in saying that, something that really comes to my mind is something I read recently, and it's First Corinthians chapter ten, verse thirteen, and I'll read it for you right now. So chapter 10, verse 13 says, No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. These temptations are something we all battle with. Right. But he goes on to say, But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with temptation will also make the way of escape, that you may, may be able to bear it. And just knowing that, hey, in those temptations, God is going to be faithful. And when we don't see a way out of that temptation, there is a way out. And he's made that way of escape. Right. So I think that's a great piece of advice for any new Christian is know that God is going to be faithful to you through your highs and your lows. And just keep your head down and stay focused on him. Yes, and his love is so much stronger than we can even imagine. Mm. Yeah, it's the most amazing thing ever. Yeah. But, well, Lee, I greatly appreciate you coming on the podcast today, and I pray and hope that these recommendations will benefit anybody listening. So thank you again. You're welcome. Thank you all again for tuning in this week. We hope and pray that these recommendations help you grow in your walk with the Lord. For any more information, please visit our website, maysvillebaptist.net, or reach out to me personally at carsonhall.mbc at gmail.com. Thank you, and I hope you have a blessed day.